All right. Hello, lovely ones. Welcome to another episode of Full of Herself podcast. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. All of that beautiful stuff. Today is the first episode of the new year and we're joined with a very special guest. (laughs) I'm laughing because we've been sitting here and it's like the first in-person podcast that I've done for Full of Herself. And she's like, you can edit it. You can edit it. I'm like, no, 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 babes. No editing allowed. (laughs) So let me introduce you to our very special guest. Obviously, you've seen the name of the episode. We're talking about ins and outs. We're talking about near goals and all of that wonderful, fun stuff. Um, but I wanted to do it with someone else. I wanted to like bring in some fresh energy. So today I am joined with my wonderful friend, Pita. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Um, we were laughing before because I was like, because we met via the internet and it's funny how with like internet friends, you like don't know anything other than their like handle and their like first name. And I was like, what is even your last name? Um, so we're just getting to know each other over here, but no, Peta's amazing. And she's been such a like wonderful new friend in 2023. And not only is she a friend, but she is the founder of Grow, Girl, Grow, which I know you guys have heard me speak about before, which is an incredible event space what do we call it women's wellness community um they focus on everything from like building community but also spirituality wellness just like getting you out of your comfort zone and i've loved like attending all of the events it's been amazing so how are you babe welcome how you feeling (laughs) good a little bit nervous obviously for this in-person potty but um no feeling really grateful to be uh here with you feeling very grateful to have been able to meet you as well in 2023 um you have just shared so much wisdom with me over the last like months together and I've just been yeah very appreciative of soaking all of that in um and yeah I'm really excited to dive into this topic with you because I feel like we've got a lot of reflections from the last year yes 2023 was a large one um I think for a lot of people I think um well I know for both of us it was a really massive difficult Mm. year and I know that obviously when we're walking into new years we like to kind of clean the slate and put everything behind us but I think with years like 2023 Mm -hmm. um it's impossible Mm. to do that because Mm. some of the shit well a lot of the shit especially that me and you went through was life-changing and really difficult and things that we carry with us into the new year whether we like it or not Mm. and so when I was thinking about you know wanting to have this chat and wanting to you know obviously do the like TikTok trend in and out and talk about goals I think it was also really important of, of just kind of prefacing that with a conversation of like just because it's a new year doesn't really mean or it doesn't have to mean that everything is perfect and yeah. shiny all and like swept under the rug and it's like that's just like all done totally. or anything like that. That's right. Lean into the microphone, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think that's like a massive thing. It's like re- re- respecting that like you had to go through a certain phase like last year, but you know, we're still integrating a lot of the stuff that like we experienced last year and we're going to continue to do that and even though we might both be in a different you know, like part of that journey or like we're in a different phase. We're still, Mm. still like, it's not a complete closed chapter, is it? It's like, Mm. you're still taking that through into Mm. like how you want to move forward. Um, Yeah. So I guess to give you guys a little bit of background um, in case you don't know, like my personal story, um, my, my dad actually passed away like six months ago. um, And it was the reason that I moved back to Melbourne actually was because he was really unwell. And um, so that was a whole, whole thing. Um, And yeah, I definitely had to, as you could imagine, like take some time off, um, to really process everything. Um, and just be a little bit gentler with myself, I guess, mm. for part of the year. Cause I, I realized I just couldn't, I couldn't be operating at the same pace and you just, you just can't when, when stuff like that mm. happens. So yeah. Um, obviously, you know, I like, yes, yes I'm, I'm like just, can only imagine how difficult like dealing with the loss of a parent is and I loved that you said and used this specific word respecting what happened like what a I don't know why that really just like hit me like really where it needed to because I think that we are so quick to want to get over it to want to push it onto the rug to want to heal through it or you know be done with the hard shit be hard with the sticky shit be hard with the shit that slows us down 
um, so to speak. And I think that that framework of like respecting yourself in your loss, in your frustration, in your burnout, in your grief, in your healing, in your winter, like we were talking about that earlier, like seasons of life and being in winters, long winters, um, like personal seasons, really respecting that. I don't know why that like really did it for me. I, I, I really, I feel like that word is so appropriate for what 2023 was and really looking at it through the lens of like, okay, beautiful. It's a new year, 2024. She's feeling good. We're all wanting it to be like our best year yet, of course. But also like, how can you respect the parts of you and the lessons and the stories and the shit that is really still so fucking hard? How can you still have respect for that rather than just putting it under the rug or shoving it to the side or just being like, deal with you in six months when I have my next breakdown. (laughs) Mm, I love that. I love that. Does that sort of like for you as well sort of like tie into some of the lessons that you have from last year? Like Mm. would you say that's like, is that a lesson for you as well? Like just being in Mm. the moment of like whatever you need to experience? Yeah. I mean, I think for both of us last year had some overlap. I think, you know, obviously – with you and moving back to Australia. Um, For those of you who don't know, Peter was living overseas in Berlin. You'd been there for what, four years, five years? Six years, yeah, so really almost your new home. Like for those of us who are expats and who moved overseas when we were in our young 20s, like you become adults in these other places and they are so pivotal to your identity and who you are. So moving from them can feel really, really big. So yeah, Um, moving back and quitting your job and taking care of your dad and being a part of that whole process and really having to slow down, like you said. Um, I had a lot of that as well. Like, as you know, this community knows, I stopped showing up. I stopped creating. I stopped, um, quote unquote, like selling and working um, because I literally had to. Like, and I just, <laughs> oh God, um, going back there is like, a lot to think about of just how in it I was and how in survival I was. And there's something almost liberating about being at that place Mm. (laughs) of like forfeiting to like, this is what I, not just what I need to do, but what I have to do. It's a bit cleansing in a way, isn't it? Mm. Somehow. Like Mm. it's like you're, do you know what I mean? Like you're really having to be like, okay, I just need to focus on like what is most important to make sure I'm okay at this time. Yeah. It's almost like, giving up the fight in a way Mm. like in a in a good way I mean that because we are such fighters and we are such like hustlers and doers we were talking about this earlier I was like it's not a question if we're gonna do it it's not a question if we can do it it's a question of how we're gonna do it right and Mm. and I feel like a lot of what I'm moving into of this year is that question of how and really like just forfeiting the fight really forfeiting the need to like do it all or it be super fast Mm. or you know anything and so Yeah, I think, you know, 2023 was a year like no other. And, you know, to be perfectly honest, like this is just me keeping it real with you. It was probably like the worst year of my life. Mm. (laughs) Like I say that now with like laughter Mm. because obviously I went through it. You know, I didn't go around it. I didn't avoid it. Like I ran right fucking through it and, Mm. you know, dealt with the shit that I needed to deal with and got the support that I needed to to do and, and really held myself to a higher standard in terms of like my own healing and my own growth. Um, But yeah, it was, it was tough. And so I think like that word of respect, um, it's just really, it really, it it resonates with me because it was, and I, I know so many of you who are listening to this, resonate with that as well like 2023 was a year for the fucking books Hmm. whether it was your best year or your worst year it was a big fucking year like Mm. energetically in the world Mm. um I know so many of you like started businesses or projects or whatever it is right um and and I think respecting those things I don't know that's gonna like I want to sit with that but yeah I I definitely think um I'm still walking into 2024 with like still giving the space to, to the things that need space, right? Like it's not a closed door. It's not a clean slate. And I don't want it to be. No. 
I think it's just like opening up. Like I think it opened me up in ways that I want to continue to explore in 2024. Mm. But I still feel like it's a different, like I feel like I am coming into my personal Mm. spring. Like I feel like I'm blossoming out of Mm. this like more difficult period. Mm. But it's not like I don't still have a lot of things that I want to like investigate both for like Mm. myself and also for like my project um, as well. So yeah, I think it feels like a nice, nice place to be. But I also like that we're not compartmentalizing like mm. it all, you know, mm. and just being like, this is a completely, this is new like, year, yeah, new you know me. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, think, I think it's nice to like feed off the, the fresh energy. Totally. Which is really nice. Like to do things like this, like we've been sitting there thinking about like our goals and like the energy that we want to bring in for the new year. And, and, and like to do that with friends and like collaborators is so powerful and so beautiful to do just to have that space with someone mm. um but yeah it doesn't it doesn't mean that we like completely just like shut off from mm. Yeah, mm. yeah and I think you know it's so funny because we want to reach that point of like we want to be healed and we want to be leaders and we want to be grounded. And it's like, what do you think gets you there? Like Mm. going through the shit, going through recognizing the parts of you that need to be healed or the parts of you that aren't very leader. Like, you know, um, yeah, it's as much as I don't. And I've said this about 9 million times on this podcast, as much as I don't want to believe in the breakdown for the breakthrough, we are human. And, evolution means change and change means uncomfortability and leaving behind parts of ourselves or losing parts of ourselves or shedding parts of ourselves. And that is naturally uncomfortable and that's naturally painful and there's grief in that and there's loss and there's frustration and anger and all of these things. And so, um, yeah. It's interesting though. Cause like, you know, we were discussing before we, we came in here as well, like what could be some of the lessons or things that we, have like really garnered from from 2023 Mm. and um yeah I had been thinking about how my relationship with fear has changed Mm. a lot and it just like what you were saying just now also made me think of like it is like kind of like those moments that take us to our edge like Mm. every single event I did last year I was kind of a bit afraid of like putting Mm. on this event I was like is anyone gonna come I'm trying to build a community in Melbourne I'd originally had my community in Berlin um, but I had to reestablish it here and yeah every single time I was feeling like scared but in a in a good way Mm. Mm. (laughs) and it was also like working out yeah what you know obviously we need to make sure that we're not like in fear for our lives obviously but so much of our fear and our and our anxiety and stuff is is driven from like what are people gonna think and like can I really do this like is anyone gonna come like so many things that aren't real fears and we're just programmed to to be be thinking about all the time so yeah I think that was like something that I really realized as well like I can I need to keep on like you're you're talking about like kind of continuously taking myself to an edge Mm -hmm. that like feels a bit uncomfortable Mm -hmm. maybe like for the rest of my life but like Mm -hmm. for sure for this coming year (laughs) maybe that's just like forever but yeah I think like I know that this is something you're more familiar with and like you you talk to people about more but it's just something that really like like landed for me this year I was like oh yeah I need to kind of be like uncomfortable yeah Yeah. all the time you know yeah I think yeah I think that's something that I have really (sighs) not mastered but I think have just gotten really good at being comfortable with is constantly feeling at the edge and I guess constantly feeling a little bit uncomfortable or a little like a little bit uncertain like like a uh one of my like I have four values that I will share with you in just a minute um this year and one of them is going bigger and in parentheses I have like living on like living on my like personal edge my personal and professional edge like really rubbing up against those edges or those boundaries that we put ourselves in as leaders, as friends, as human beings. Like we were even talking about like some personal goals earlier and like one of my personal like health goals is like just trying harder and like pushing myself to like do more. Not so much where it's like, I want to have a six pack, like I could give two fucks. But like, I know that I have the capacity to like try harder when it comes to physically like challenging myself and to me that year that sounds like this that sounds exciting um and so it's like what does it look like and again this is just my value this is just something that I'm playing in this year you do not need to do this but I think something that I feel really lit up about is living 
in that space. And I mean, I do it anyways, so I might as well get a little bit more intentional and conscious about it. And I think, um, but I think, yeah, I think if you are committed to a life of leadership and I think that if you're an entrepreneur, um, and you're here to make impact, you will naturally live your life in that space. And I think that's something that, um, is a little bit exhausting, but you do get used to it. So what is that like? I'm curious for you. <laughs> what is that like? What's at the forefront of your mind? Like thinking about living more on the edge in that like edge space. Mm. What's like the first thing that comes to mind? Mm. Good question. I think, I think it's like, you know, like you're kind of talking about like going bigger, I think. Mm. And I think people can bring this into the context of like their own, mm. you know, they have to oh, work yeah. out if that's like a value for them. But like if I also think about like what does it mean to be bigger for, for where I'm at, like it's a different place to where you're at, you know. Um, you know, that means maybe like I, I work with so people who don't know, I, I run events with um, different practitioners um, as well as meetups, et cetera. But for example, like the kind of quality of practitioner that I'm, that I'm working with, I have goals this year to, you know, like push that, higher and higher and and Mm -hmm. to bring in more and more quality people that I'm collaborating with um and that's something that you know I can do as I'm you know growing and and that's yeah that's somewhere where it is just like pushing me that little bit more and that little bit more and just realizing that like I can ask for these things I can you know I I don't have to be afraid to reach out to certain kind of people because I'm worried I'm going to get rejected if I get rejected I get rejected it's okay but if I don't even try to reach for it it's it's not you know it's never going to happen so um yeah I think people can take it in the context of their own like what is big for them you know yeah and I think beginning to see the unconscious stories or the unconscious limitations that you put for yourself, whether that is in your health and wellness journey or whether that is in the people or the clientele that you work with, um, the opportunities that you're creating for yourself, whatever it is, right? I guarantee you that there is an unconscious limit there that you've created because you're new or because your age or because of your experience, right? And this is a really, like we've kind of spent the last couple of hours just chatting about Q1 and goals and all these things and like, the power of clarity um, is just so incredible and really challenging yourself to break out of the fucking normal traditional goals. This is especially if you're a business owner, like, can you think out of the box this year in terms of your goal setting? Like, don't just say, I want to make multiple six figures this year. I want to earn, you know, $10,000 more than I did last year. I want to work with 10 more clients that I did last year. Like, yeah, that's all great. I want you to make lots of money. I want you to work with lots of rad clients, but like think fucking bigger and like, okay, if you're going to work with 10 extra clients, what is that a byproduct of, right? And really leaning into well, what kind of leader would I have to be if I was attracting that level of client or that level of facilitator, right? And really beginning to look at, okay, everything is a byproduct, right? The facilitators that I work with, the money that I make, the clients I attract, the opportunities that I attract, um, you know, any of the things that we desire, what is it a byproduct of? And so, you know, the power of clarity always like this is like coaching 101 goal setting 101 but we don't ask these questions enough like we can be honestly kind of lazy or maybe just a little bit uninformed of like what you know how do you actually like goal set properly I'm sure there's a million different ways and a million different coaches that would tell you different things to do but I think something that I would love to challenge this community on is like getting clear on these kind of higher level questions like what is, you know, okay, so if your goal is to make multiple six figures this year, great. So what does multiple six-figure leadership look like? What does multiple six-figure content look like? What are what do multiple six-figure clients look like, right? It's like really expanding behind this kind of shallow, well, we just want to make more money and we just want to like, which again is beautiful. I just feel like we're so, we're so tired of this like hustle rhetoric and this like bro marketing but we're like it's all we know and so like weirdly we're like addicted to it and we like can't break out of it and so I'm re- I really want to challenge you to like break out of like bro goal setting and like really some people might call it like the feminine I don't really like resonate with that lang- like I I do <laughs> so many people say that to me all the time they'll be like oh yeah like the feminine way and I'm like this is just my brain like this isn't feminine or masculine like I I did a thread the other day that was like, don't set goals, set values. And someone was like the feminine way. And I was like, is that feminine? I don't, (laughs) I was like, is that what that is? I don't know. Cause that's, yeah, Yeah. like you can call it whatever you want. Like 
whatever you need to call it, however you want to compartmentalize it, like fucking go for it. But yeah, I think I think breaking out of these kind of shallow goal setting classic kind of questions and really tapping deeper into your vision, into your mission, into your leadership, into the quality of your leadership, into the quality of your of your presence and of your, you know, we we're kind of talking about legacy. Like, you know, what do you want people to rave about you this year? I love that fucking question. That was honestly so beautiful like the fact that you asked me that just like before as well it it really got me thinking like what do you want to be known for like remembered for known for like and you just often when you're goal setting you're thinking like tangibly like you know what exact like how many events am I going to run or how much like money am I like whatever Mm -hmm. but like actually leading from that place I think is so much more valuable because you're thinking like what like impact and effect do I want to have on the people that I work with you know and that's just like such a beautiful thing to even think about to be honest yeah and I think it's a shit that like we overlook but you know and I think like the tangible is so important but oddly I find that the tangible doesn't like fill the day-to-day like if you can answer that question like what do I want people to be raving about me by the end of q1 you know my spaces are incredible or you know Alexa's client experience is above the rest or um she's a leader with integrity okay, cool. So like, what do I need to be doing between now and the end of Q1 in order for that to happen? That's going to fill my days. If I say, oh, I want to make, you know, $45,000, I have no fucking clue what's filling my days, you know? So it's so funny how we hyper fixate on quote unquote, the tangible when in reality, it's like, well, what is, again, guys, money is a byproduct. You already know this. We talk about this every single episode. Like we can hyper fixate on it all day long and it won't make you a fucking dime. So Remember, like remembering that money is a byproduct of leadership, impact, authority, expertise. Great. Double down on those things. You'll make more money. So this is your invitation. This is your reminder to like sit down with someone who you love and respect, someone who you feel safe with and have a conversation about getting clear on like who you want to be this year and like, what's your legacy? What do you want to be known for? Yes, of course. How much money do you want to make? And who are the rad clients that you want to work with and the opportunities that you want to call in? Um, But just getting clear on all of it, like, this is your invitation. This is your reminder. This is your challenge. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? Anything you want to share with the people before we get into our ins and outs? Um, I think the other thing that I could share a little bit was just like personal reflection. This might resonate with some people was my fixation on needing to get done a certain amount of things like to validate myself and to make myself feel like I had achieved something, like I'd have to run X amount of events or I'd have to have impacted this amount of people or whatever. But looking back at everything that I did do in the year, maybe it wasn't exactly what I had set out for, say in 2023. I can can reflect back and say, hey, like I was able to, you know, put out X amount of events. I sold them all out. Like I can be like, wow, okay. Literally (laughs) sold them all out. She's a literal psychopath. (laughs) No, but like for me, it was like, Every Like I talked about the fear before, I was like really afraid every time. So the fact that I can look back and be like, okay, I was afraid and it worked out. Like it wasn't necessarily I did like, you know, anything so crazy, but I can just acknowledge that I did make progress and it doesn't have to be perfect. So that progress over perfection for me was like a really big takeaway from last year. Um, Yeah. And I think that's just basically what I really wanted to share. I love that. And this is a reminder yet again to recognize yourself and to celebrate yourself. I think that, you know, with PETA talking about like there being fear, like fear isn't an informant of like reality. You know, I, I always, I had a client who this will always stick with me and I use this with a lot of clients now today is we made this little system that like the bigger the fear was or the bigger the self-doubt was or the bigger the like negative self-talk was like the bigger the like reward on the other side or like the bigger like the juicier the thing is waiting for you um and so instead of letting fear or self-sabotage or self-talk or self-doubt be a deterrent I always love to see it as like put your fucking foot on the accelerator and go even faster because typically it's just a sign that something really fucking delicious is waiting for you. Like the, you know, higher alignment and something that you really want is on the other side. And that's fucking exciting. Um, you know, feel the fear, do it anyways. But I just want to say, I'm so proud of you for everything you did last year. Like you, I mean, let's not forget like the circumstances that you were working under, like, you know, just lots of life stuff. Um, not even life stuff, like 
once in a lifetime just shit that like only happens to so many of us and um you just hosted such beautiful safe spaces and brought together such wonderful people and facilitated such beautiful beautiful events which let me just say as someone who's been in the wellness the personal development the growth space for almost four years now guys um it's rare and it's really hard to do so i'm really really proud of you <laughs> I'm actually at a loss for words. <laughs> Hands the mic over to her. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to say, but thank you so much. That's so kind of you to say that. Yeah. Proud thank of you. you. Yes. <laughs> um, I didn't really write down any lessons. Um, I feel like your lessons are powerful in and of themselves. I mean, I feel like all I do is share lessons on here. So if you guys want a separate podcast of my lessons of 2023, I'll come back and do that. But I feel like you guys are good. Um, all right. Should we get into the ins and outs? Do, do you want to start? Okay, yeah, I okay. can start. All right, so, yeah, I really love this trend. I think it's I think it's a it's nice just way of framing, you know, like, and just, it actually takes you a minute to sit down and think about this, really? too, because you're like, right, okay. So And also breaking it down into just, like, little bite size is also hard. Uh, by the way, Le- Lex's is way more refined than mine, by the way. So mine's mine, is <laughs> mine is so, like, basic and, like. No. Okay, so. Uh, Okay, some of them, are, I'm going to explain some of them are like self-explanatory, but for me, my ins are grounding daily. And what I mean by grounding is like, I have a meditation practice, I journal, but I really want to make sure it's a daily thing. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's not. And I really notice the difference in how I'm feeling. So making sure I'm grounding and that might even just be exercise for that day. Like just a grounding practice is really important for my nervous system. So I want to make sure that that happens every day. Like there is actually no excuse to not give myself five minutes to ground. So that's in for this year deepening my spiritual practice. So I like consider yoga, meditation, breath work, all part of a spiritual practice. And it's really something that I want to like just dive more into this year. I just feel like that that's going to be something for my my journey this year. Um, I have a yoga teacher training like in, in the works for some time of the year. So I feel like that's just like something that's, yeah, that I'm going to do. Um, emotional boundaries, pretty self-explanatory, but just not kind of taking on other people's stuff as much is it's quite important for this year discipline and consistency so we've kind of touched on it a little bit already but just showing up for myself like consistently and that might just be 15 minutes a day on, on my business sometimes and that's okay but just every day just that consistent showing up is really important for me because I've given myself some grace, which was really important last year. But this year, I'm like, there aren't really, it doesn't feel like I need to to do that right now. So I really just want to make sure that I'm, I'm showing up consistently, investing in myself. So yeah, you know, like I, I especially like, you know, talking to people like Lex, the value of coaching and the value of investing in yourself is so important. And this isn't just like a plug for Lex, although it kind of is, but like, it's just like, people can really shift your perspective like just in the conversations that I'll have with her and also other coaches in my life like there's so much value to to be had from like actually investing in ourselves and that's something that I haven't been able to do enough of to this day and something that I'm really excited to to be able to to do more of this year um so working with a coach myself like yeah just any of the areas that I need to like work on um authenticity and showing up as a leader was something that I've just added because we were having a great conversation about that as well. And just like recognizing, yeah, my role in my community and, and how I can make sure that I'm yeah really showing up authentically as a leader for this space. Um, out for me is unsolicited advice. So <laughs> this is more of a personal one, but like um, if people are like if people ask my opinion, like my honest, honest opinion, I'm going to give it. But if they don't, I'm not going to just offer it without, because <laughs> sometimes I do that. And then I'm like, yeah, I just, I just want it to be solicited. Like ask my advice, baby, I will give it to you. But if not, I don't need to. Um, yeah. Out is also limiting myself like a little bit like what we were talking about before. Like, yeah, just, I just don't want to put too many like a ceiling or boundaries on like what I can actually, who I can attract or go for or what I can do this year. People pleasing is like, I feel like that's my, my out list every year, but you know, we're, we're working on it. Um, chipping away. Um, caring about unhelpful opinions was something that I put on mine too. Like, you know, sometimes people give you their opinion on stuff about like what you should and shouldn't do that. Like maybe it's like, yeah, a, a family member that doesn't really understand what you're doing. I don't need to listen to that. 
No, because they listen to you. And oversharing is the last thing I have on mine. Like sometimes I'm a little bit of a chronic oversharer and it's fine with like people that you trust and love. But other times I, it's like verbal diarrhea, you know? So that's like the one that I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try to limit this year. <laughs> I mean, it's the way that I build vulnerability with people, but I just, yeah, I could, I could just keep it a little bit. You can pull back. Pull little. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, it. That. That's my list. <laughs> okay, we'll do goals after. Yeah. Okay, we'll do ins and outs and goals after. I loved all of those. So excited for yoga teacher training. I know. I like love that for you. <laughs> what are you, do you know where you're going to do it? Like, is it going to be Bali or... What's yeah, Bali, Bali, and it's and it's not. I'm not actually intending to teach. It's just as a oh, cool self development, you know, moment. Yeah, love that. <laughs> she says now. <laughs> love that. Um, okay, cool. So I'll start with my outs first. So we've got burnout, obviously out. Um, obviously, you guys know I had a massive stint of burnout last year, and. Yeah. I mean, that's one of my lessons that I'm respecting just every fucking day. I feel like, um, the breakdown for the breakthrough, definitely that is just like such a huge lesson. And I think something that's come out of that season of burnout is like, you know, I've always been one to talk about ease and I've always been one to talk about doing it your own way. But I feel like I feel so much more connected to that message really just in a way that it's almost undescribable. Like, you know, having to truly live through something and to be at the depths, you know, like rock bottom is such a beautiful place. Um, as horrible as it is in the moment, like there's something about having journeyed there and then come back that feels so invaluable and feels so, I don't know. I just feel that as horrible as as it was, it was such a catalyst, but it's out. (laughs) We're done with it. Um, and just sustainable, like sustainability is like my number one value this year, um, in terms of the business and really in terms of life as well. Um, and so really just like relishing and like, I just hate the word slow so much. It like really like makes me have a reaction, but like slow growth, like sustainable growth, consistent growth. Like we were talking about like Q1 numbers and like the numbers that I'm playing with. And I was like, I just want to see the growth. I just want to see like a line slowly going up. It doesn't need to be like, you know, 10,000 then 15,000 then, you know, like that's not the goal. Like it's just, I know the spaces that I have. I know who I want in them and I want to see it working. I want to see it slowly growing. Um, And so burnout is out. Sorry, my phone keeps locking. Second thing that is out is loneliness, um, which has been a huge thing for me over the last couple of years, obviously coming out of COVID, doing lockdown here in Melbourne. I don't need to go on that soapbox again, but yeah, you know, again, I'm going to like praise burnout one more time. It was, it was just this line. It wasn't just the burnout. It was like all the shit that was going on in my life and my relationship, burnout, everything again, reaching that rock bottom place and seeing how much I was playing the victim and how like badly I wanted friends and how badly I wanted to be in community and how little I was doing to create that. And, um, I, I, I kind of laugh because, um, we want it to be this organic thing. We want to like rock up to our coffee shop and like see that cute stylish girl. And like, she's going to introduce herself and then you're going to be like best friends forever. And it's like, yes, I wish that could happen, but it doesn't, um, or it doesn't often. Right. And so as much as we can leave it up to fate, I think that like, it's a 50, 50 dance, you know? And that's exactly what it is. It's like a dance where you have to show up to the dance floor. Fate shows up to the dance floor. You have to take it another step. It takes another step. And I think that, um, that's that's really what I started to do, whether it was going to the GGG events um, or whether it was just literally like gunning it in terms of my own events, like doing my cookbook club and just like rallying. Like I was like every person I know, like I'm hitting up, I'm inviting them to dinner, like and 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 it's crazy, like what has stemmed just from like a couple months of like really showing up for it. So loneliness is fucking out. Drinking is out for me. I'm not gonna be like I'm going sober, but. I just don't like really see the value in it. I'm like fun or sober. I'm going to say it. (laughs) I just get like, I don't, I mean, I'm fun drunk too, but like, I just, I don't need it. I just do not give a fuck about it. Like I really do not. Like I love obviously being out in the sun and having Aperol spritz, but like there's so many non-alcoholic versions now that I don't really need to fucking like worry. Um, so that's out. 
financial scarcity, obviously last year was, it was actually my lowest income year as a business owner, which I'm actually like so happy to own. I actually have a post that I'm working on. So my first year in business, I made $55,000, which I felt horrible about for the first, like until very recently, which is fucking insane because making $55,000 in your first year of business is amazing. Um, and so I feel like, you know, obviously I spent three months, really like half the year, just healing, shedding, reworking the whole business. Um, but obviously like I didn't make as much money. So naturally I didn't have as much money. <laughs> like, I feel like people forget that. Like you say like, yeah, guys, we didn't make as much money. And they like still think you're like living your best fucking life. It's like, no, babes. Um, so financial scarcity is out. Uh, financial stability and prosperity is very much in. Perfection out. I'm not much of a perfectionist anyways, but like wanting things to be perfect before you do them. I know you know that like vibe. Reactiveness, absolutely no, fuck that. Okay, love this one and want you guys to chew on this one with me. Singular identity. So seeing yourself as one thing and putting all of your value into that. Oh my God, I'm so fucking done with that. For three and a half years, I saw myself as a coach and a coach only, as a business owner and a business owner only. And I am so ready to diversify and feel so much more depth and richness when it comes to my identity. And then the final thing I said it was out is waiting, which obviously relates to loneliness, relationships, building the business, building some other things that I'm doing later in the year, which you guys will see. Um, so those are my outs. And then my ins are basically the opposite of that. So energized work um, is as kind of the opposite of burnout. So I think for me, I can do a lot. And it doesn't burn me out. It's all about the energy and it's all about how I do it and why I do it. Um, working hard isn't like what burns people out, right? It's like the energetics behind it. It's why we're doing it. It's like the shit that we're working towards. And so I think energized, aligned, intentional work that makes sense and just like a simple gorge. Community, it's 100% the year of the girls. Like that's what last year was. We're going to do it again. Um, yeah. Like just year of community. I, I, a goal of mine, like a specific goal of mine is to feel like I have a community and a group of friends, which I haven't felt like in so long. Um, what's in is being obnoxiously healthy. <laughs> I really like not in like a black and like white toxic way, but like in like I don't really give a fuck if like my goals trigger you like I have a girlfriend who is also a coach and um she she's in her like mid 40s or early 40s and she's like super healthy and she's training for like a Spartan race like she's a fucking beast and so she works out and then runs as well so she does like two two trainings a day which is like gorgeous beautiful and it triggers people so much in her community. And I just like love it. And I like always will message her and I'll be like, how funny, like your decision to trigger people so much. But like owning it and like being obnoxiously healthy and one of my like explicit goals is like pushing myself physically. Like I really want to, yeah, again, live in the edge of like, I know that like I can be a fucking fit ass bitch. Like I want to be that girl, like in my own self. Feel safe with money, taking your time, but doing it with urgency. So I can be a little bit, uh, I'm a quick action taker. Like I'm not afraid to take some fucking action. I'm not afraid to move on an idea, but giving myself a little bit more time, but still having that urgency, if that makes sense. So that's in proaction, hyphenating my identity. So like by the end of the year, I want it to be like coach, speaker, mentor, event space. Yeah, like slashy energy. Like we want the hyphenate, like all the things energy like that just that just feels like me like that just feels like I wasn't I never created a coaching business to just be a coach I created a coaching business to like have a catalyst to like live and be right we all need to remember that tapping into my creativity and like being an artist not for like monetization stake but just like to tap into my own artistry and my own, my own creativity right now. That's looking like, um, like hand ceramics and like pinch pots and shit. I have like 17 at my house. Um, so if you want a pinch pot, let me know. Um, starting another business, so multiple businesses that's in, um, fun swimming in the ocean. Those are obviously, um, self-explanatory. Something that I want to say with like the multiple business thing is like, I, I, I just want to remind you guys that like, just because you're slowing down or just because you're moving away from a season of burnout doesn't mean that you can't create just as fucking much, if not more. I think that again, we associate, oh, slowing down means less. Slowing, downs mean, slowing down means less outcome 
outcome or um, lower expectations. No, like I'm working on like making this all fancy so you guys can like have something tangible, but like slowing down is a strategy. And personally, in my professional opinion, it is the way that you tap into like your best business, your best ideas is just slowing down just a little bit. And so, you know, although this is the year of slowing down and this is the year of anti-burnout and this is the year of like slow and steady wins the race, I still will be starting another business. I still will be creating other things. And I just want to remind you guys of that because I feel like we constantly look at slowing down as a death sentence or as failure. And it's not. It's beautiful. It's a time of richness and depth and just as much can be created, if not more. Actually, because you don't burn out, you just get to be consistent. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I know. I just was going to say, like, I think it just feels like a more considered, like it's it's just you being more considered in your approach. That's like what I hear from it as well. And I think it's really nice that you remind people that they don't have to be like off. It's not like sl- slow down is like off. Like, you know, it's not, it's just more considered and thoughtful. Totally. And we're just so permeated with hustle and with do it as fast as you can, as much as you can, as quick as you can. And it's just, it doesn't work guys. Like, I don't know if you've noticed, but it doesn't fucking work. Um, this is why we see so many people going back to their nine to fives or, you know, ending their businesses altogether because they fucking like sprinted out of the gate. I mean, I did this too. So, huh? but this is why we see people not just burning out, but f- quitting, you know, which is no one to quit. Like still that's, that's a lesson in of itself. But like, it's not necessary and like there's such a power in slowing down and I can't wait to like share more of that with you this year but those are my ins and outs I love them yeah they're so cool. good yes okay so let's I know you have to go so we'll no 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 that's okay let's talk about goals yeah quick. yeah go as like deep as you want yeah I think I'm gonna like my goals are a little bit on the lighter side but I'll share some kind of high level goals Very with you guys <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so For me, yeah, consistency is like a big one for this year. I, um, yeah, we've been putting events out last year, but this year I really want to make sure that I'm showing up consistently both in the work that I'm doing, but also in like the events that I have for people. So they know like, when can I come to a meetup? Like, when can I like engage with the community? Like just things that they just know are always going to be on the agenda that they can like drop into. So that's something that I'm working on. Kind of touched on this before as well. Another goal is like the highest quality practitioner that I can work with um I'm also working on creating a retreat this year for the first time so I'm really excited about that I have the concept um and I'm just yeah I'm truly excited to kind of move more into the kind of retreat space something I've been wanting to do for a while so big goal and yeah really excited to to kind of get stuck into that this year um I'm also launching a pod yeah (laughs) so that's um a Q1 goal for me and yeah really inspired by even like listening to your pod and and you know recovering perfectionist and or still perfectionist (laughs) issues that I yeah have it's it's like something that's been on my mind for a really long time um but just something that I am going to move forward with this year and this is my accountability it's now recorded um and yeah, also bringing some more structure into my organization. I think, again, like being a, f- a friend of yours now and even seeing the way that you bring like a, a gentle structure into everything that you do, I think is really inspiring for me. I'm sure, also for your community. And it's just like how I, I've been used to working for other people for a long time and then being forced to like create structure for them. And um, I'm always really good at delivering for other people. Um, but then when you're your own business and you're doing it for yourself, it's like, oh shit, I have to actually create that structure for myself. I have to like, I'm just showing up for me. I'm showing up for my community, but I also am showing up for me. Um, and what can I do to like set myself up for success this year, like in the best way? So, in a nutshell, that's kind of like some high level goals that I have. Um, we would talking before again also about like values so something that I'm now going to be kind of looking back at my goals with as well is like how can I infuse some of the like my own personal values that I've like identified with like our conversations as well into into how I approach these goals you know and and breaking them down kind of in more of a quarterly way so that is a very quick highlight of my goals baby we love that we cannot wait for the podcast to come I feel like anyone anyone in Melbourne who's looking to start a podcast and is like nervous just message me and we can do a 
<laughs> we can do a messy impromptu episode because <laughs> Peter was like, oh, we can always just like re-record. I was like, we're not re-recording shit. Like <laughs> we are recording this shit and it's go- we're not editing it and that's it. We're going to have a podcast episode. It's going to be amazing. Like we do it rough and dirty here and it works. People love it. <laughs> you don't need to edit. These people editing their podcast for hours at a time. I'm like, babes. Let us in on the messy, weird, echoey bullshit. We want it all. Um, but very excited for all of that. Those are some great goals. Okay, so my goals are like really all over the place. And I kind of already told you like half of them with my ins and my outs. But we'll go back through it. So I have professional and personal. So launching a new business this year. Um, hopefully she'll be kicking off by the end of Q1. Not going to give you any I'm really not going to give you anything right now. I'm just launching another business. Very excited about it. I'll keep you updated. Um, But yeah, I think that ties into living and pushing up against my edges, but also just craving. Okay, I'll give you a little hint. In-person experiences. Um, And also like hyphenating that identity and like really beginning to establish myself as, yeah, I think like a leader in this city yeah which just feels really fucking exciting um i feel like i have a real community i already said that that's also like kind of vague but like i want to have like best friends and like you know this is just such a real problem that so many women our age like just so much loneliness and i'll obviously bring all of you along on this journey but yeah like it's it really is kind of crazy to see where i was you know, six months ago and where I am now just in relation to the quality of people around me and the, the relationships that I have. Guys, it takes effort. <laughs> Plot twist. It just takes effort. You just have to put yourself out there. Um, and there will be a lot of like disappointing coffee dates in the mix, like a hundred percent, but there will also be some like really rad, cool people that surprise you and end up adding a lot of value to your life. So a huge goal for me is continuing to work on that, building my community, you know, investing in those relationships. I want to have solidified hobbies. Um, I really think I'm going to invest in this like pinch pot ceramics like course. Um, Yeah, just having hobbies. I think I might start playing piano again. Like just things like that where it's like working on something and getting better at something just for pure pleasure. Um, You know, we were talking about earlier how these 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 ideas of pleasure and play and relationships and community, anything outside of work are like taboo or not taboo, um, are novel and how, you know, the person, Oh my God, you have so many hobbies. Oh my God. You like go to these like community events. Like you're like a, that's like weird or interesting or unique. And I don't want that to be unique. Like I want, well, maybe I'm not a unique person, but like, I just want it to be normal for me and my community. And, um, yeah, I want to I want to have a full life full of like beautiful things that I try and maybe suck at, but like love going back for more. <clears throat> Another goal, again, this is kind of high level, but like slow and consistent work equals slow and consistent growth. Um, a goal for the end of the year is filling out all my spaces, feeling like the business is really full, um, which feels really exciting. And I can talk more about that as the year goes on. Move house. So I want to move to a bigger house. I want it to have more space, backyard. When you're living in a city, I mean, I feel like that that feels like such a like basic goal, but in this city with these rent prices in this neighborhood, like having space is like such a luxury. And so by the middle of the year, I want to be in like a way bigger house with way more space, outdoor space. I want to have a space that I love hosting in. Um, so we'll be manifesting that for the first like six months. Um, want to buy a car that should happen in the next like few weeks, if not a couple of months. And then I think like off the back of the conversation that me and Peter have had today is like, yeah, like who do, like I I was already kind of ruminating on this question, obviously, but yeah, what do I want to be known for in this space? Like, what do I want people to say about me and say about my spaces and say about my coaching? And like, how do I want people to rave about me? And like, I just think that these are such powerful questions um, and they're so informative for your actions and for what you will eventually create. And so I think for me, you know, really doubling down on my authority and my expertise, not only in the coaching space, but in the wellness growth entrepreneurial space. Um, Like I said, I didn't just start a business to be seen as a coach. And I think really leaning into, um, yeah, just kind of the like intrinsic, like leadership and, and 
wisdom that I feel like I have and and really owning it so she definitely has (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I think like and, and it's I actually was having a conversation with um my mentor like at the end of last year we had like an impromptu little coaching session she was like so you're already kind of seen like she did this whole like you know coaching session with me and she was like well you're already like kind of seen as it like she made me go through all these things and I was like yes I am already seen as it by some people but like I want to go bigger and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that I was saying to Peter before we can like villainize like recognition so much um but personally for me wanting to be recognized as human there's nothing wrong with wanting recognition it's doing something because you want recognition where it gets toxic but here's the thing like with these questions you have to first self-recognize to be recognized that's why these are so beautiful right so these questions really invite you into well who are you where is your value? How do you want to be seen as a leader? Like what values and standards would you have to hold yourself to? Um, and so, yeah, for me, it's about really going bigger and really allowing myself to take up more space in terms of like my leadership capacity, um, and being seen as a leader, which I'm really excited about. So like, you know, bigger podcasts, speaking events, um, yeah, like just, just all of that, like hosting my own events, all these things. So that is a summary. It's, it's like a really high level summary, but like, those are like the highlights. I love it. I think we did good. I think we really like, we, yeah, it's high, high level, but like we, yeah. we, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, went into it. Yeah. So happy new year guys. Um, I hope that this was helpful. I hope that it was fun listening to like another voice. I know I have fun. Like I, I just keep, I want to have like 17,000 podcasts. Like I love all of herself. I want to start, I was literally on threads earlier talking to another girlfriend. Like, should we start a podcast? Like, should we like, blah, blah, blah. like I could just podcast all day long. It's just so fun. So I hope you guys enjoyed it, but more than anything, I hope that this will be a little catalyst and a little inspiration for you to even do your ins and outs or goals. Again, just taking the time to get fucking clear, just taking the time to draw the boundary, just taking the time to say like, this is what I want and this is what I don't want. Like there's so much power in that. Don't wait to do it. And we're already super proud of you. Is there anything else that you would like to share? Um, Just if you are interested in finding community in Melbourne and you want to find out a little bit more about me and Grow Girl Grow, you can follow on Instagram. So it is a mouthful. Grow Girl Grow. Yep. Um, Insta, you'll find me. It's going to be in the show notes, as Lex said. And yeah, I'd love to see and meet some of you guys at, at the upcoming events and just really appreciative and grateful of you having me on today. And yeah, love making it. me do it, babes. Yeah. Love it. I literally sprung this on her yesterday. I was like, so, because we were meeting up anyways, I was like, let's do some goal setting. And then I was like, so what if we just record a podcast and I just forget that like most people need like time to think about these things. I was like, I literally was like, you'll be fine. Just write it down rough and dirty, get it done with. But I think it was good. I think it was good too. You smashed it. You did a great job. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks again for listening to full of herself. We will catch you in the next episode. Bye for now.